Hi all, welcome to Chat and Flicks, the movie and TV podcast. I'm your host Carl Pierce. Today with us we have Lee Stackpool. Hello. Nathan Chidelum. Hello. And we may be joined by Alan Bulger and Jane Film very, very soon. And today's episode we are talking about what we've been watching this week, which is more like because I've done it for a while. What we've been watching for like the last month. <laughs> so it might be a bit of a big episode today. And uh, I think we're going to start with, with Lee. What have you got for us, Lee? Well, to be fair, this, this is like one of them sort of incest and sort of facts. We're going to mention something we've watched before, but this has got to be like, this is a mind-blowing fact, this one. Um, the fellow that wrote The Witcher, uh, Andrzej Sapkowski. Um, so he's obviously created these with novels years ago. And then obviously they become games, then they've become, you know, this sort of juggernaut. Netflix. Uh, with Henry Cavill as the lead role of is one of his creative characters. Now I decided just purely after on my latest sort of rewatch because the the uh, they're advertising for series two um, because of the success of the first one. So I thought while I'm playing The Witcher three of an evening, I'll yeah. watch an episode of The Witcher as well because um, you know as we discussed last week, you know I'm still playing PS4 games on my PS5. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I thought to do a quick. Google just purely so I've got something to bring to to film club. Um, I wanted to know how much money perversely Sapowski has made from creating this quite successful series of novels. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Andre Wright sold the rights to it um, probably when the first Witcher game came out, um, which would have been like it'd have been on the PS2 or something. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first two Witcher games. Not. So you're talking late 2010s, maybe. Yeah, they, they didn't play great. It didn't really yeah. do. It didn't really bring me into it. Uh, maybe I should have played the first one. I played a bit of the second one, and I found the mechanics a little bit clunky. Um, so it, it wasn't until The Witcher Three that I thought this this is the best game I've ever played. Yeah. Um, but anyway, perversely, I thought, well, do you know what? They've been games. They've been, you know, guest starring Henry Cavill. Um, how much money did they actually make? Well, he actually sold right. In early noughties, yeah, um, his books mustn't have been doing that well. He sold the rights to The Witcher and its associated lore. Go on for nine and a half grand. Whoa! Joking. So this was before it went. This yeah. was around when it went on to PS2. Yeah. Now this was basically the CD project at the time was only an indie sort of games company. It certainly wasn't like, you know, Bethesda or any of the... Like massive companies. Yeah, it wasn't one of them sort of ones. So, as a result, he was like, well, probably won't do that well. The books aren't doing that well. Do you know what? You can have the right to it for nine and a half grand. <laughs> well, he'll probably soon regret oh, that decision. I actually well. Googled how much the Witcher franchise <clears throat> um, is actually worth for CD Projekt. And how much it's accumulated, and it's something like oh, five hundred and fifty million, oh, right? Yeah. So there was a court case um, about three years ago. Um, obviously, probably around the time that CD project then made a sale on selling it to Netflix. Hmm. So it's been sold three times, not technically. CD yeah. project still own the brand to make games, yeah, but they've let Netflix have a bit of it. You know what I mean for yeah. the for the television shows, which is just going to increase game sales. So it's a very sort of symbiotic relationship, really. Yeah. Um, but poor Andre was left out, wasn't he? With this basically nine and a half grand, which I'm sure he spent years ago. Um, in the end, they give him sweat. He ended up with twelve million and out of court settlements. 
Nope. As purely a goodwill. But still, he, he had no entitlement to that, did he? No, he could have. Uh, they just dragged out. It would have been a mess. They'd have had to have brought Netflix in. At some point, someone's just thought they've probably listen. Just give him yeah. this. And it just it just made me think though of how many how many really good fantasy sort of franchises have been wrote over the years and forgotten about and not adapted into games first mm-hmm. or films, television series. Yeah. I mean, just how many? Um, I mean, George R. R. Martin wrote Game of Thrones with the intention of doing just that. And he seemed to get success just with the one fantasy sort of ones he managed. Mm. It's just, it must just be like, there must be a lot of luck, mustn't there? There must be a lot of luck, a lot of contacts. There is, isn't yeah. Someone yeah. must just like that screenplay. Yeah. There's got to be yeah some sort of what little sort of hook to it, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then yeah, like you say, just like sort of holding yourself out, isn't it? Yeah. Just <laughs> hold yourself. Just out. hold it out. The only other yeah. thing, the thing it was like with the fidget spinners years ago. Yeah. Um, I remember the person. It was a woman that invented them, and there's a fee each year if you patent something. Um, you know, you've got to register it with company house or whoever. Yeah. Um, and she just decided not to pay that, like, you know, <laughs> what, £30 or something that year. And then all of a sudden, because some, like, soft lad on TikTok makes a video, <laughs> they become this juggernaut flash in the pan. Like, everyone yeah. for an entire year was buying them. Yeah. yeah. They, and they were global as well. They were global. And, and, yeah, it just shows you, doesn't it? You know what I mean? Maybe, maybe there's a good... There's a good um, there's a good book in everyone. Maybe there's a good film idea in everyone. I, I agree. Um, I, I totally agree to that. Mm. I've got a brilliant film idea, but I can't. I You're not going to tell us it? No. Okay. No. But that's it. So I'm binge watching which television yeah. series while playing Witcher three game. Is it? Is the series as good as it was the first time? Do you know what? Well, just half watching it. What I like about the series is obviously you can watch it. The, the real appeal with the first one, and Richard mentioned it, um, there's a bit of, I wouldn't exactly turn around and say there's a linear timeline. Yes, there's uh, enough adult gratuity in it as well to keep the <laughs> Richard to keep the dad, to keep well. the <laughs> um, um, You know, there's magic, there's silliness, there's monsters, but the real beauty of it is it's tongue and cheek, just humour. Yeah. What did you put on Facebook? Something like three minutes of... What, what's it? It's Geralt of Rivia. Swearing. Yeah. Going, yeah. Grunting. Literally swearing <laughs> at people, swearing at himself, and just grunting. Yeah. And yeah. it's. Boss. You know, it's the sign of a good sort of show when that is the right amount of just slapstick stupidity. Yeah. And, you know, you can enjoy The Witcher um, just for that. It's very, it's very self aware in that sense, and it? it knows it's, you know, as I said, it's a bit chung and cheek. But it's it's got that seriousness at some point, you know, the drama. Yeah, the, it's kept its comic strip slash game yeah. feel, um, and there's even nods to the game. It's one or two of the names are different from in the games because right. it the, the, they get the names from the original book, mm. um, and they're, they're all Eastern European sounding names. It's why they changed them for the games to give them a more uh, international, right. easier to follow. Yeah. Um, but there's certain, there's certain scenes in it, like where there's a scene where he's sat in the bathtub, and obviously Henry Cavill's, you know, he, he goes to the gym, don't he, Henry, when he's not gaming. He likes, the gym. He, he likes his gym, you know what I mean? When he's not walking his dog, and 
building his games he likes his gym and there's you know there's a there's an iconic sort of topless scene of Henry Cavill sat in the bathtub but it comes from the beginning of the third game oh, where it's how the game opens up it's Geralt in a, in a basically a bathtub with his with his hot so little, sauce and his girlfriend yeah little nod little it's, nod a, it's a little nod to it you know what yeah. I mean one for the fans and it's fairly do you know what it's fairly tongue in cheek that you can throw it on people don't need to be gamers they don't need to be into they might not have enjoyed Game of Thrones or they might be looking for something that's fantasy universe but doesn't take itself seriously you know yeah. what I mean and this is this is the show for you you know yeah, what I mean good. I mean I like you mentioned about the timelines there I don't want to say too much if people haven't seen it but like the first four episodes maybe it was a little bit confusing but then there's a moment where it makes ah it, it, it clicks into sense it yeah yes, like we, you were, said that, yeah. we were just so confused and I thought <clears throat> I don't get it and I, I'm sure we went back to the beginning of the very first one and it's still like nah and yeah you, you gotta wait until the fourth yeah the there's a moment where it just clicks into yeah, place yeah. yeah it's just like yeah it's the good. characters start making more sense as well after that yeah Another quick one, and I'll finish with this because I've probably spoke slightly longer than I normally do. Actually, probably people are going to be bored listening to me. Never leave. I'm, um, never. I'm not. Keep going. This was <laughs> advertised right as the next Full Monty, right? Now I actually watched this um, professionally because I threw it on as part of a music <laughs> lesson. Uh, it's called Fisherman's Friends. Oh, yeah. oh I've heard of it. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was. It's then. It was billed as the next British feel good rom-com that's not necessarily overly a rom-com but a feel-good sort of people so getting a, people getting their break and it's yeah. cornish fisherman mm. james purefoy um oh, I'm, yeah. I, I'm a massive fan of james purefoy to be fair um and anything he's actually in tends to be really good yeah i know the name what's he been in you know he's been in everything he's been in sharp he's been in my personal favorite salt and carbon that was cancelled uh, oh that uh, cancelled in the end it got cancelled, oh, yeah. I can only think of a film that he was in. What was he in? I can't remember the name of the film. I thought you were going to bring it up. Um, not Solomon Kane, was it? No, clearly not. We'll find out, won't we? We certainly yeah. will, Richard, because you're yeah. going to you're going to look it up right now. But he's in it, um, as a lot of other actors. They're one of the fellows who was in the, the mm. and the response copper in one of the series as a line of duty. It could have been Steve Steve Could have been Steve Burke. Yeah. Could have been. Friendly yeah. And... Um, he's a music producer. He's in Cornwall for a stag weekend. Um, mm. They're all from a radio label. Um, and his mates say to him, oh, well, I want to sign these Cornish fishermen who sing sea shanties. <laughs> um, so he starts doing it, even though they're winding him up and they leave him there for a laugh. Um, oh, but he, he decides, because he likes the girl, he's going he's gonna to get into it, you know what I mean? And, do you know what? It's light-hearted. I wouldn't turn around and say it's going to be anywhere as close to the Full Monty, which did have some like. Well, the Full Monty was like the first of its kind, and if people are trying to go yeah. for the Full Monty and go for to to, to better it, maybe Billy Elliot. But it's no. It was as it was the reason why it was so big is because it was original. And it End was, of you can't. Really it also it. it also has edge, don't it? It shows them, you know, the manufacturing industry. It was the, Solomon Kane employed. Um, people struggling as well. It had that edge to it, didn't it? You know what I mean? Uh, whereas yeah. this probably doesn't. But then again, it's shot on location in Cornwall. Beautiful it's a little, scenery. Yeah, it's it's really good. They're, they're out on the sea for a lot of it because they are fishermen slash lifeboatmen. And do you know what? It's got sea shanties in it. There's enough. 
there's enough for you to like about it without going it's not going to win any awards yeah but you know what it's you know you can throw it on it's enjoyable yeah yeah, it, it, he was Solomon Kane in Solomon Kane. He was Solomon Kane. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen Solomon Kane. And he was in High Rise, and I am gobsmacked. High Rise only got five point six. Oh yeah, because I think it's really cool. Yeah, I love High What was the? Was it the following? He was also the lecturer slash Edgar Allan Poe inspired serial killer. Oh, right. Being hunted by Kevin Bacon's cop character, and it was one of them series I wish they kept with because mm. apparently it got really good. Yeah, um, I'm sure that's on one of the streaming sites. The following, yeah, sure it does. And you know what? It's apparently it's it, might it's be worth going back to that. Yeah, never watched that one. Yeah, uh, like I say, James Brofman, yet to see him anything bad. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that's all Anyone? me. You wanna? Okay, do you wanna go next, Richard? Yeah, why not? Okay, so as you say, it's been it's been absolutely ages. I'll just go through with what I've made notes of. Uh, we tried a couple of things. We've um, we were finishing, so we wanted to start something new, and we tried the hundred, and I just thought, no, no, it, it got good. <laughs> just no. I think I think it's no. aiming for like the teenage or the early twenty years old. Lots of lovey dovey. Um, it's a bit like Vampire Diaries, which I, I tried to watch with my daughter Maddie, and. Uh, and it's not really aimed at me or my generation. That was trying to get think. the Buffy following one yeah, when yeah, that got cancelled. Yeah, and, 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 and all that. Yeah. I yeah. just felt like this the hundred. All the cast are like late teens, early twenty, and there was too much yeah. relationships. It was like um, what is it? Not that I've ever watched Hunger it. Towie or it oh, was right. like Towie, but Towie come Hunger Games. Yeah, because that's like that's what the impression but, I get when I'm seeing that. But I like I like hung, Hunger Games though, but it was too Americanized or something like that. So we we gave it a good shot and it was like nah. So what was the premise of it then? What was it? Um, well, again, I wasn't really sure. Was it something like um, something's going on, end of the world or something like that, and um, or. or what is it battle royale maybe yeah so that they all just get thrown a hundred of these youngsters get thrown down to the air i think the rest of the population are up in the up in space that sounds familiar yeah. yeah i've definitely read the synopsis um, for this mm. that something happened on the earth so they're they're, they're all possibly ex-criminals or like like i say I, I wasn't invested in it so if you're younger possibly or even if you're older um uh, have it have a go but mm. I was hoping for something really good because I often go off not just IMDB but how many seasons things have got and if if they're getting on to 9, 10, 11 seasons it must be good but yeah how many seasons that come off 5 is it? possibly yeah yeah again I, I'm, I'm not that so I, I don't think I don't think I'm going back to it ever um, one thing we went <laughs> back to after a long 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 time was Lost and the only reason why we stopped and the, the thing that annoys me about Lost is every time you mention Lost everybody says oh you know what the island is don't you and it's like well, well thanks a lot for that you just wrecked it for me <laughs> so two two specific people have, well you do know what it is don't you I do yeah, yeah but you do know what it is really annoying me and I don't want to google what that word is that begins with a P because it will help <laughs> Um, reinforce what I, I want to just try and forget it mm. um, but the only reason why we stopped watching it a long long time ago is borrowed the discs off and brother he had all of the all of them and uh, one of the discs started sticking and we tried uh, with the CD repair thingy that you have back then 
uh, and it just didn't happen so we just and this is before Netflix whatever or we had it so but one thing I noticed about Lost is that all of the it finishes on a high all of the ratings for each episode are really really impressive mm. and, and we've talked in the past about things going for ages and ages and they usually end on a low and that I think personally it's because people don't want it to end um, so I like Lost I really do it, it keeps you thinking you got lots of little characters going on here there and everywhere their, their own little um, agendas um, how they're going to do this I thought it was going to I thought we'd find out at the end of season one what the island was all about mm. and I thought that they were going to escape in adverted commas and then season two would be tough you back there type of thing yeah. and right how are we going to do it? oh you're joking we've got to do it all over again or it was going to show different people but um, there was some good there was some good well wrote bits like the one where you find out where Sawyer why he's called Sawyer yeah I remember yeah. that was a top and it keeps going back to yeah, the, the flashbacks to and I, yeah. I no I'm quite quite enjoying that but I think one biggie and I've mentioned it before I think is that I've, I've got to stop binge watching stuff because then you do get tired and it's like oh they're going to do this again oh they're going to do that again mm. which leads us on to prison break which we've gone back to again and and we stopped prison break because we were getting fed up um, of them pla <laughs> he plans everything to the nth degree everything he's got every single thing in place and it all goes tits off <laughs> yet he can still oh yeah well we'll do this instead and it's like well, why did you need to plan it so much if you can just, yeah. at the drop of a hat, get out and get another thing sorted? So, is that is, is I, I always think Prison Break, and as I'm, I'm seeing it, but my impression of it is, it's an idea that's just like run its course. After yeah, the first they season. should have finished it once they got out of prison. Yeah, end of. Yeah, it was good while they were in prison, but now it's like everything's going. I can't believe it. So it's yeah. like, but what they've done again, maybe if they've maybe they've taken a little um, page out of Game of Thrones book, is that they've they've sent characters off, and they're doing their own thing now. So they're not all together anymore. Um, mm. So it's it's all right. I'm just intrigued. Um, it's very odd in that we're on to the second season, almost at the end, but it goes something like twenty odd episodes for one. 20 odd for 2 then 13 and then back up to 20 and then for the last season they go to like 9 or something and it's really odd mm. I, I don't know if they probably got bored of it or something like yeah. that because um, we, well, we were talking about doing films weren't they for Prison Break so I'm, I don't know whether it's kind of after the last ago. one have you seen yeah. it like? no no I believe, I believe it's really good as well yeah. well I got onto it from a colleague of ours yeah, Harsh, <laughs> I know you're listening. Who is uh, um, his greatest professional moment for me? Centered around the series Prison Break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Harris <laughs> went in in one of Harris's jobs, and I'm sure we've mentioned this before. On one, how far in detail can we go about the job? Harris big. Okay, yeah. when Harris used to be a a person who worked with us, um, and he was. In, in our job, you get monitored as probably much like in every job an appraisal. That's mm. it. Yeah. So he was getting his appraisal, and he told the the lady appraisal. Why did I say lady? He told the he boss. He told the boss. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't come and do my appraisal 
on such and such a morning because I'll have been binge watching Prison Break the yeah. night before and yes. it's like and she new, was like because the new episode comes out at what? one o'clock yeah what? that is that is just and he, and it, but that's what I loved about it he was like he just told it as it was maybe <laughs> maybe maybe everyone needs to be a bit like yeah. that I think yeah, everyone yeah. needs to be a bit like just that. Just be blunt. Yeah. yeah. No, look, yeah. If you come, no, if you yeah, come yeah. and do my appraisal, then it's going to be rubbish. Oh, can we just wait until when I'm, I'm awake? Yeah. yeah. And he used to well, eat the carrots as well. Well, did you hear about this? I've read, I've read the headline to be, I'll be fair, to be honest. About Harish? Not about Harish, no. But um, about someone um, took the employers to court because they got sacked for going to the pub. And it turns out that if you have a sick day and you oh, go to the pub, you can't be sacked for that. Yes, because, because it wasn't stipulated. Because also, um, because they sacked outright without an investigation. Oh, was it? All that? I, yeah. didn't read, I didn't read it all, but there I were, read the headline. Like. Someone worked, there was like, they must have got some sort of like, but they probably got someone like, well, either of yourselves, gentlemen, people with an um, head for maths and statistics, mm. worked out as well that approximately 25% of all said investigations get thrown out. Therefore, there was a 25% chance that they've been acquitted so it was unfair dismissal as well yeah. and also apparently you can there's nothing stopping you from having he, a cigarette he, outside he, the he was saying he was his argument was you can't sack me because it doesn't say if i'm off sick i can't go to the pub i thought that that was his argument i don't know mm. that's what i heard from there was also the, there yeah. was a very similar case about five years ago about a guy who was off with depression and then appeared as a superstar all over twitter because he was wrestling a shark a reef shark which went for this little boy on this beach wow. um, in the Caribbean I believe it was I think he was American and it was somewhere like in the Caribbean or yeah it'll have been in the Caribbean um, and he did rescue this little boy hero, heroic stuff like I mean he was straight in yeah. wrestling sharks um, <laughs> and it was this guy who was on the sick um, <laughs> with depression and anxiety wow. and it opened up this massive debate well surely that is the best medicinal thing that this mm. man could have done if he was struggling with depression and anxiety, yeah. is to go and get some sun, some sea. Um, yeah. You know, there's there's but, vast ways of literature which will tell you that's probably the well, best yeah, thing you can do. Get on with your life, and you've got to enjoy the things that you enjoy. Yeah. And, I mean, and, and take say, your mind off stuff. Where's it say up. if you're sick, you can't leave the house? Yeah. You know what I mean? So what? Like where'd you stop? Like you know, go in the park or you know, go in the pictures or whatever. You know, you're not allowed to go to pictures, John, if you're sick. I remember when, when I used to have a day off where off school. Oh, right. like, as a, you know, when I was a kid. And uh, you know, I don't want to go out after school. You can't go out. You've been yeah. you've been off today. You can't go out. Of course my mum used to get us homeschooling books. Did and she? if we were off ill, <laughs> as a as a and it's a like right from nine till three, you are working, and, and it would stop us from going. But she said I'd be I'd be throwing up, and she'd send us still send us in. Yeah, yeah it certainly yeah. hasn't done you any harm. No, well, it has actually in terms of your educational level. In fact, if anything, it's probably paid off, hasn't it? Now, possibly. Yeah, I don't know. yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so uh, that's where we're up to with prison break. Um, we finished Dexter, and you know what? I am really. Oh, well, hang on. We finished Dexter up to where we're up to because they're just about to release the new another ones. season. So yeah. what's classed as the final season? I think that's what it's called. Mm. It's not called like uh, season eight or whatever, um, or the final chapter. We finished it, and I was I was happy with how it finished. Yeah. Now I don't know if that's because I know it's coming back, but I don't know what people on IMDb are kicking off about. So if that was the last thing you ever saw of Dexter, would you still be happy? Yeah, 
I, I, I think I would. And, and again, it's run for a long, long time, and people mm. have had a lot of time, uh, as we've said before, invested in this thing. And then it comes to a sort of an abrupt halt. I think they could have ended it sooner because I think I mentioned a couple of months ago, weeks ago, that you end up not liking him because of something he's done. And it's like, mm, don't like him anymore. He could have done this or he could have done that. Mm. And um, a lot happens in the last two seasons, maybe two seasons, that could have been pulled out. As we said with Game of Thrones, um, but yeah, I, I was happy with it, and I'm interested to see where they're going to take it. Uh, we were also thinking, oh, are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? How are they going to finish it? Um, but yeah, I, I would say literally the last minute was a bit, or the the last five seconds was a bit strange because he looks at the camera. Have you I've, seen it? I haven't seen it now. Right, it just looks at the camera and it's like, what are you trying to tell me there? What was the purpose in that look? Is this? I'm struggling or is this I'm still killing because we don't know what he's really doing mm. we see well no we don't know what we don't know if the what did he call it, the dark passenger is still there or not we're not really given any Ooh, indication and that's not a spoilie no not I, don't, spoilie I, don't know, I don't know what that means because that's inside, that's inside. the dark passenger is the person who kills um, his alter ego the, the, the serial killer uh, and he calls it he refers to him as his dark passenger Right. Um, so yeah, at, at the end, as I say, I don't want to give out too many spoilies. Uh, in fact, I don't think there are any. Um, we we don't really know. Maybe that's why they carried it on. Maybe that's why people kicked off. Yeah. Um, we're happy with it, really. And yeah, I was just going to say the final thing. We we were pretty much binging the Walking Dead. Now we mm. we went through a got fed up of it, and. I'm, I'm glad we got back into it because we started back in season five and I can't remember where we're up to now, it says here season five into six but it, there's been loads since then, we're probably into about eight. Um, I'm really enjoying it, the, I've written down the music is really, really brilliant, they're starting to put the music with the pictures if that makes any sense, I'll, you'll know what I mean, mm. they're starting to use the music with what you see on film and some of the music they're using is absolutely brilliant um, they're also bringing is, a little bit more humour as well which sorry I was going to say about the music is it, is it like commercial music or is it like, just like a background oh, no, music no it's like proper score. commercial music oh right okay so it's sometimes it might be ironic songs that are going on for what you're seeing on the screen right. like if um, I had a hammer and then someone's getting exactly yes, under the hammer exactly a bit like Holmes under the hammer oh, oh, oh my god <laughs> the absolute so best <laughs> the best um, blend of visuals with music ever they must have like a music expert who just goes I know what we can have for this one yeah. so it's a terrace house it's falling apart and it doesn't have a bathroom I know what we can do that's what it must be like um, so they've um, we've got a really brilliant bad guy I know we've talked about this off screen uh, in the in the form of Jeffrey Dean Morgan who was mm. the comedian in Watchmen and we've talked about him in all sorts of other things and I think he's a brilliant bad guy because I think it's just him enjoying himself uh, and he's got all these little catchphrases and sayings and he just winds people up and he's almost indestructible but Rick, the main character, is just doing my head in and, and I think I threw up on the WhatsApp group I just want the bad guy I'm not going to mention his name because that might 
spoil it for a little bit. Um, I want the bad guy just to kill him because Rick is really doing my head in. <laughs> Rick has been able. Rick has had the chance of killing him outright many times, and he's not taken it. And it's like, why has he done that? Why is he? Why is he? Why isn't he just shooting there? Look, he's there. Just you've got a gun, Rick. Shoot him. No, you know. Oh no, of course you won't do that. You're going to do something stupid and stuff. And it's really annoying me. And it's Rick's one of those cliches where like it's all right to kill like a henchman. But like the main body yeah. is like kills everybody. Yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah, you got, can't just take like, no. yeah. You've got to you've got to take hand 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 combat or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, uh, and Rick, uh, I can't remember the, the actual actor's name, but sorry, Andrew Lincoln. Andrew, Andrew Lincoln. Lincoln. There you go. He's really annoying me now, and it, it reminds me. It's it's his face. It's not his his face. It's his facial expressions. I should say because he only has two. It's a little bit like the Darth Vader meme that you see on Facebook, the many faces of Darth Vader, and it's got happy, and it's just got Darth Vader, and it's got sad, it's got Darth Vader, and then it's got distraught, and it's just got Darth Vader. So obviously it's fake. And Rick is like that, because he's either killing people, or he's sort of like this pathetic, wimpy character where his eyes are looking all over the place, and his hair's always dripping. It's like, why is his hair always dripping? What's going on there? You're so always sweating. When he goes into pathetic mode, he must sweat a real. <laughs> so there's all these drips of hair, and it just really annoys me. Um, that, that was uh, the episode. I don't know if we've ever season five and six, the mm. end of five, start of six. That's really powerful. So that's really out nowhere where you first see Negan. Yeah. And he's got the, yeah. the bat. Yes. What's, he, what's the bat called? Um, bat's got a name, hasn't it? Oh. No, I can't remember. As it's like laced for like barbed wire. Yeah. Well, I, mm. I haven't seen it. I remember it being that being a big thing. Like that mm. was a big cliffhanger at the end. Was it that season where there's yeah, a big cliffhanger? But because you watch them like uh, if you you watching them back to back, I believe that when it was that left of that cliffhanger, everyone was up in arms. Yeah, Lucille. Like, Lucille. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Good way. And I didn't Google it. Honest. Well. But when when you're watching them, like you finish season five and you start season six, and you don't even notice that you know you just go from episode to episode. Yeah. It, it I can't I can kind of see why people be up in arms. Arms if you've had to wait a whole year. Yeah. 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 Um, but it, that those two rep, those I reckon it's great. It is introduction. Oh, that, well, this is what has really got back. And like I said, this is where the music is really. I'm really enjoying it, and it sounds like quite sad. Um, have you got a favourite characters other than that? I know I have. Yeah, you've talked about I characters. Think hate. Maggie should I take Ma- over. No, no, I don't like, like not, not Maggie. I was thinking Maggie somewhere else. What's um, the one? The the older lady with yes, the short hair. Because she's really coming, Carol. Is it Carol? Carol. She's really coming to she's her so own. Badass, I think. Yeah, because of course she started very meek and mild yeah. at the very um, very start of it, and now she's coming out as this brilliant, strong character. But they give her too much of a wobble she has a wobble and it's like what the hell's going on here yeah. is this an act and you think no it's not an act and it was a bit odd and also they started mucking around with the timelines now I, I counted once there were four timelines within I think a minute four timelines mm. so it was Rick as is I suppose now and then it's Rick sees it, it's sort of like a dream sequence where Rick sees himself as old um, and he's got a really big beard and he's on a crutch or he's got a walking stick and then it goes to another timeline where Rick's sort of like crying 
and then it goes to another, and it and it's like, what, what what's going on here? And I thought that's just crazy. That please don't please don't carry on doing that. <laughs> um, well, he said I don't think like like dreams were in a dream, but in a dream, you should never do that on a TV program or mm-hmm. a film because it gets confused. It, it was chopping and it's changing. Like, it's like one of them mortal sins of like script writing or whatever. Yeah. If you don't do a dream within a dream. Or no, you know, no. like, I, I a jump in time it, it within a, a jump in time. It was a jump like in time within a dream, I think. But I might have that wrong. It definitely was, it went to a different timeline and he was dreaming in that timeline after a couple of seconds of you realising this is a... No, no, I, I, I don't confused. see the point. Yeah. But this, I, I was counting because it had happened so many times, I thought, right, I'll see how many times this happens. Four times in about a minute it was. Mm. Nuts. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah. But I, I quite like I quite like The Walking Dead now. Um, they could have maybe got rid of a couple of. They, they'd found somewhere to go. They were just repeating the same thing over and over again, and they finally found some. Now nah, you're getting me. No. Right. They they found um, what they can do. Oh, it's like we'll do this. This is going to be different to to them just finding somewhere, and then it all goes tits up, and then they'll just find so. Oh no, we'll do this, and I think it. it I, I hope it's going to actually. Improve. I think they're going to start building up uh, society. And so are they in Alexandria now? They've gone past Alexandria. I thought that that's, that was going to be the. This is them creating the new the new YouTube, world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so where, where are you past that? I'm season nine. I'm waiting for season ten to come through. So you're three yeah, still yeah. going, isn't it? Season eleven is coming going. out, isn't it? Yeah, they're releasing them as. Literally, as we speak. So I, think I, was, I think it was advertised on the internet. Disney, you, you Disney Plus is, is getting all episodes, so even the yes. newest ones as well. So <laughs> that's the place to watch it. <laughs> well, I hope it. I hope it keeps all these different ideas. That, that they seem to have more of an open mind, uh, and I, I reckon they could have binned a couple of seasons, at least one season early on, and just cut to the chase to where we're up to now. Mm. So, uh, well, do you know before we move on? Do you know the original ending of the comic? I know the comics ended now. Oh, I keep forgetting it was. Yeah, but the original end. Have you heard about this? Al? No. Mm. So the hundredth episode of the comic or issue, whatever you want to call it, um, was meant to be the last episode, and the writer wrote it as the last episode. And it's basically it's so weird. I haven't read it myself, but apparently it's um, aliens invade, and it's it's like they're fighting aliens in it, and, and with the zombies as well. It's it's like it's really really strange and weird. And that, that was his idea was to be the last episode would be just this dead weird weird episode and then don't release anymore Basically. because it was yeah because it was so like successful and like making loads of money he said oh no you got to keep keep it going mm. so I think that's just seen as like a sort of like a special like non-canon dream dream episode or something now on in the comics but uh, yeah apparently it was and then does Bobby, bit, does Bobby Ewing come out the shower it's uh, apparently so yeah yeah it does it's a nice shot JR. A, a, a lot of our younger viewers won't have a clue what we're talking about. No, they won't really. They won't. Because you know, that was a big thing in off. Dallas, wasn't it? Oh, my brother talked over it. And back then, you you couldn't rewind, or you know, and it's like, <laughs> so whoa, 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 what happened? Shut up! I was only young when I was watching. Really? Yes. Yeah. And he, 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 you missed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so was that was that after two shot JR or before? I think I I can't remember. I, I was very young. Because that was big, wasn't it? Rolling. And loved Dynasty as well. Dynasty in Dallas. What was it? I suppose that that's the old-fashioned Towie and and all that, that other chewing gum for the eyes. Do you, do you remember the V? The, the v. v. The, yeah. I know of it, like 
the, the aliens yeah, yeah. my daddy's stories everyone uh, that terrified me I was watching it and it, it, it's all sort of like everything's happy and everything's nice and uh, I was watching it dead late at night without my mum and dad now and can't remember how um, and I think at the end of the first episode that they eat a hamster and it, that, that terrified me <laughs> he just eats a hamster whole one of the aliens no, one of the, 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 the mm. biggest plot lines that I remember I think I must have only been about six I was, I was pretty young and um, the, it's like the, the, the bees are aliens and like they have like a, a human alien relationship but they, like, they, they disguise themselves as like humans the right. aliens and then um, one of the women get pregnant <laughs> and she gives birth to uh, uh, one of the, the bee aliens and it's like completely disturbing it's like a wow. pregnancy and it's like got this like lizard type thing <laughs> it's not like alien where it bursts out the stomach but yeah done in this kind of like cheesy Daytime telly style. Mm. And I was proper tra- traumatized. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, uh, I've heard of it. Never seen it. Yeah. I've seen. I remember seeing the videos. The VHS is in the shop. Yeah. Big V on the front. Yeah. Good stuff. Anyone, Richard? No. All done. All right. Alan, what have you been watching? Um, I've watched tons. I've been on watch what I've been watching for ages. So I've yeah. watched loads since I've been on that I've wanted to talk about. Okay, you only say one. Can I? No, I'm going to go. I'm going to talk about. <laughs> I was going to pick, pick three. The three because you've been back to the cinema. Yeah, do what you want. Oh, yeah. As many as you want. Yeah. yeah. Any good films out? Well, ish. Um, <laughs> so I did, I've done the Odeon Limitless thing, so I can go to the pictures as much as I want. Other well, cinemas out there. Yeah. Up, up to September, it's going to go up in price some. <laughs> so what is it? A ten in a month, is it? Ten in a month. Yeah. 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 It's a bargain. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So and what's it? So what's it going up to? Do you know? Seventeen ninety nine. Ah, so it's yeah. still reasonable. Mm. But, um, yeah. Go. So the first thing I went to see was the Conjuring. Uh, the devil made me do it, and I thought it was when I watched it. I thought this is just okay. The, the start of it is it starts off like this ex- exorcism like scene, mm. and um, it's got these amazing sound effects. You know, the, 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 the proper like where you're snapping bones or. <laughs> Mm, that those yeah. sort of noises um, and I was like right, this is great I, I'm, I'm enjoying this um, but then after that scene happens it just kind of goes downhill um, but it's not terrible it's just like um, the, the, I think the, the, well, I've watched loads of reviews around and they said it's sort of like where it's got the baseless true story and it kind of feels like it's trapped by those sort of confines mm. and I, I got that but I, I it was enjoyable it's well acted the actors seem to be enjoying themselves doing it and I, I I can't believe I've seen I think I've seen nearly all the Conjuring Universe movies and yeah. I, you know, I even realised you know I've seen <laughs> it's the Conjuring is obviously the original then you've got yeah. Annabelle yeah the nun yeah, yeah. I can't think of any other. Conjuring two, Conjuring two. Oh, so this Conjuring three, basically. And then there's this. Uh, I think there's like Mexican one. I can't remember. But I always get confused with that. The most recent one, which is the same director as this one. Right. There's, there's the Conjuring. There's three Annabelles. Sinister. Annabelle. Sinister, and there was another one. Which is yeah, the one? Yeah, horror story. Not that one. Where you got the investigators, or is that the Conjuring? But the, the, all those horror movies are based. On the same two stories. Yeah. Of it's the, a, it is Antiville, isn't it? That's based on, is it? Yeah, it's is the it? same yeah. sort of. Um, I can't remember the well, name of the couple. The, um, the Conjuring Two is the one where they come to England, isn't it? Then I think so. Yeah. Now the the actual there's a better there's a I think it might be a BBC there's a better one an original 
which um, which was done a long time ago, and it is it's head and shoulders above the the American one. What's called Ghost Watch? It's, it's not Ghost Watch. <laughs> no. um, it's haunting of something. Something. I know what you mean. Yeah, um, I, um, and I do know what you mean. Enfield, Enfield, yes, Enfield hauntings or something. Yes, yeah. And I think that that is much much better. It's not go. It that the house is a normal house. I don't think I've seen the Conjuring two. Right. I've seen the Conjuring the first one. I've seen Annabelle. Remember, find that I find, you know I find them entertaining. They're, mm. They're silly and stupid. But I, I went to the pictures to see the Nun, and the Nun's a terrible movie. But because we were in the cinema and everyone was sort of like loving the jump scares and laughing with it and stuff it was, it was fun yeah like, it brings it up Insidious yeah. you're thinking of there's another one you're thinking of Insidious they are all they are all based on the same same ideas and stuff yeah stem from it because I went seeing the first Insidious in the pictures and again it's not a great film but I say the jump scares mm. it was it was like it, entertaining and it was like a, a good atmosphere in it, you know what I mean it was yeah is it's that good. the Ethan Hawke one uh, that's sinister. Yeah, I think. Sinister. That's sinister. Okay, which is, and, and one of the one of the actors, um, Patrick Wilson, is in two of them, isn't he? So he's in two the Conjuring, the, isn't he? The Conjuring, but he's in something else where he has to go into the dream dream world. Oh, not sure. The, the, and the dream world's just like really weird. It might be that one. Actually. Yeah, it might be. No, no, because he's the father in it, mm. as opposed to one of the investigators. And they they came out around the same time, and I could not get mad. Well, maybe that is insidious. You know what? That's a long time. (laughs) Yeah, don't know. Incestuous, maybe with all these films. (laughs) Don't know what insidious. So yeah, so would you would you recommend it? Yeah, I think it's uh, mildly entertaining. You know, it's not something that I would go out my way for. But uh, if it's if it's on one of the streaming sites or whatever, I'd I'd definitely you know put it on. I think it's it's you know. It's a decent move, decent enough. Don't movie. do anything wrong. No, it's it, it's yeah. you know you you know what you're getting. You know yeah. it doesn't do anything. Uh, it doesn't do anything super special or is inventive. You know, it's just but that, that start sequence for me, I thought was was really well done. Yeah, the the, the exorcism. Richard so, um, just found out that yeah. Patrick Wilson was in. He was in Ed, Ed Warren in in uh, the Conjuring. He was Ed Warren. Yeah, so it's, oh, it's Ed the Warrens, Warren, isn't it? Yes, yeah. yeah. And it's set in about the 60s or something, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Um, and then he was in Insidious as the dad called Josh something because it's gone off the screen. Yeah. Uh, and that's what confused me. Uh, and then Ethan Hawke is in, what was the other one? Sinister. 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 And all those three are just a blur. They're the same thing. Yeah, they do mix in, don't they? Yeah. And then from that, a couple of days later, went to see Dunholy. Wow, uh, right. can you give us a review of that in three words, please, Al? <laughs> Utter unholy crap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that review. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one that's been really hailed as like that. This is really? fantastic. Yeah, I don't know. James is going on about it as well. Um, so, yeah, James had mentioned that. Oh, it looks. We really hadn't seen it, but he was looking forward to. I it. hadn't seen. I didn't know anything about it. It was just I went from James saying, "Oh, it looked good from the trailer," and plus it was like. When the things that were out of the cinema, out of the things that were, were able to view, that was one of the things I thought, okay, that's good, that. But I was a bit apprehensive because I thought, going for the conjuring to unholy, I'm like in, indulging a load of devil worship type stuff, and I thought maybe it was a bit hesitant about that, but I yeah. went, went, went to see it, and about 10 minutes into it, I thought, uh, it's not good. It's, it's like, <laughs> shall it's, I go? It's, no. it's not. Yeah, we were almost thinking of leaving at the point. Really? At some point, yeah. Bad? It was. Um, so what's it about? What's so like? it's got a. 
It's good to way segue because it's got Negan's. Well, that's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. You, you know what though? I was looking at what else he was in, and I wrecked it for myself because I saw what dates he was in The Walking Dead. So it wrecked it for me, and I'm not going to say any more. I think you've just spoiled it anyway. No, no, because that, no, no, <laughs> okay. that might be that might be he's in it for ages, or he's not in it for ages. So All right. um, <laughs> uh, hey, he looks bored, <laughs> silly. He's bored, silly in in, in this in Unholy. Um, he's in nearly every scene, um, right? So the premise of it is based on a James Herbert novel from the 80s called The Shrine. The oh. premise, I think, it has got a good, it's got teeth to it. It could have been really good. It could have been really special. Um, it's based on sort of the. Um, it's kind of reminds me a bit of um, Messiah as well. What I was watching about that, but it hasn't got the production values of Messiah at all. Mm-hmm. It, Messiah, I know Messiah was a TV show, but it had it had de- you know the the storms and stuff it had decent production values. Um, James Herbert is kind of like the Cliff Richard. Of say if Cliff, Rich, Cliff Richard is like the UK Elvis, yeah. James Herbert is that to Stephen King. Stephen King. Got it. Yeah, it I was know. always James I, Herbert or Stephen King. I, I um, my my dad was obsessed with him. He had loads of his books, and I read a segment of the Rats. He'd done like mm. a series of, of uh, books, the Rats, the Lair, something like that. So I was aware of James Herbert, but I didn't realise this was based on James Herbert till after watching the movie. Mm. And so it's based on that sort of uh, phenomenon of like. Um, a vision of like where there's like like Lewis, there's not there's Medjugorje if I say it right where they have like a vision of, of Mary appears and then miracles happen however this what happens is I can't, I can't not call, call him Negan because I just see him as Negan <laughs> he go, he's a reporter and he um, he's, he's lost his lost respect because he's been found out of making up stories so he goes to this farm and and got like a cow with M branded into it. So they're saying, oh, this is like something dodgy going on, and it turns out it's just like Metallica being engraved into it. The, <laughs> but then there's this tree. <laughs> goes this tree, right? just lying there in the tree is like a doll, like and okay. apparently, and at the start it's like a sequence where that like um, some spirit's been trapped into this doll, and just. I'm not buying that no one's not uncovered this doll that's just kind of like it didn't even dig or anything it was the doll was just there it unearthed itself it was just like is that the, is that though is that the, the creepiness though it, it's it, it hasn't been there oh, and it's, now it's yeah there. It's, it's for the right person yeah it's bullshit he cracks the head open of the doll and there he goes like there's Obviously. the story there's the story and that, that you know the demons out there yeah and then so this this girl who's um I can't speak. She gets um, possessed by the, the thing, and she starts being able to do, perform miracles and, and and things. So, this whole village in in uh, around the, the the church and that starts getting all, you know, people visiting and stuff and mm. things like that. And nothing happens for a good section of it, and then towards the end, of course, it goes into sort of. Um, enchantress, sort of bad CGI type thing. At the you know does it. Um, so it's just, it was just, it was boring to be honest. It was boring, and I watched reviews after watching it, thinking, oh, the, I was hoping Commode had done one, but yeah, mm. I hadn't seen it. Um, and they were going, oh yeah, it's 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 worth your while. I was like, are you watching the same mm. movie? I reckon th- mm. these some of these YouTubers have been paid or something like yeah. that. I thought it was, 
pretty terrible. Do you think it might have had that effect where it's because like the first film we've seen the pictures for a long time after lockdown? No, and they just sort of because along with the wave. It reminds me a little bit the Exorcist two. You know where like uh, a lot of the Exorcist two is um, what's his face? What's the name actor's name? I don't know. I think he's. Liz Taylor's husband. Oh yeah, Richard yeah. Burton. Richard Burton. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Burton. He's like investigating a lot of stuff, and he goes from location to location. A lot of it's like that, you know, where he's mm-hmm. like, um, um, and I feel like it, it could have been a fantastic film. It was just, it, I know it's produced by Sam Raimi, who's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. isn't he? And he's yeah. um, Drag Me to Hell and yeah. the yeah. Yeah. And I feel like if it had some sort of comedy to it, or it had just a bit of, you know, we were talking about Quentin Tarantino, and if it had like that, that just that style to it just like it was just bland movie. it was yeah. just so bland and boring um, I was but there's a decent story within there you know I feel like if, they, if they'd actually delved into it and, and done a bit of like um, Starship Troopers what I said about Messiah mm. like about because I've never been to Lewis but always wanted to go um and I believe it's like a, a like a black pool for Christians. You know, it's like got, it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like got all these G- tacky Jesus things and everything. I can imagine, yeah. I thought, Rome's a bit like that as well, isn't it? When you go to like the Vatican, when you go to Rome, not actual the Vatican itself, but outside the Vatican. No, I've, ne- I've never been to Knock. Yeah, that's the only, and that's, it's, it's it's very low key because it's got like a few. Uh, like stalls where they sell like tacky action figures of like um, <laughs> Mary, Virgin Mary stuff. In, outside in Rome, like outside the Vatican, all the stalls like they've got like little bobbleheads of the Pope and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. <laughs> so there's a lot. I think there's a lot yeah. you could do with it. Play with play with that sort of you know. The, yeah, a bit like yeah, I know what you mean. Like yeah, it's satirical, satirical look, look at it. Satirical, and I think um, with a subject like this. I think you've, you've got to do a Madonna, go full head into the controversy. You know, I think you've got to like that. That's where you're gonna get like your audience. You know, you can't pussyfoot around stuff like this. I think you've just got to be like, right, we're doing this movie. Um, we're gonna have these conversations. Let's just go full on. You know, just like, not not just not just to aim to offend people, but to have them start a conversation, make it yeah. like more interesting. Get, you know, think about it. Yeah. Just it just it was just sweat with blandness. It was just so boring and um, the thing is, I'm, I'm just looking at the user reviews here, and people are giving it ten out of ten. Who is? They are saying. Right, let's name and shame them. Name and shame go. Matthew Stoltz dash three five eight zero two. Dickhead. Go I on. thought <laughs> one of the best supernatural movies ever made. It was an excellent movie. Extremely well acted and rock solid supernatural. <laughs> they, they've got to be paid because I was bored, silly, and I thought um, Negan looked bored. He one looked like... one fella only went to is giving it ten because Jeffrey Dean Morgan's in it. Idiot. One of the best new horror movies of the last decade. I now this is where how how can people does give he, it ten out? Of do 10? they mean this decade, the decade that's like a year and a bit old? Like, what did they say? And twenty twenty doesn't decade. count. Yeah, this this yeah. the best movie of this decade. Yeah, <laughs> um, obviously yeah. we don't really think you're a dickhead. We're just all views are appreciated, mm-hmm. but you know maybe. I mean, how how do people? Uh, um, you know the the average score. What was it? Five point six. Five. Just five. Five on the nose. Five dead. How are people coming up with this is the best movie ever? Ten out of ten. How they've got to be paid. Or got, that's the part of their marketing strategy. Or average. it's it's just people haven't got a clue. Yeah, I mean, you you know, mine ten out of ten. It's got to be my top ten film of all time. 
Well, there's no way it can be that. From going to, to watching the Conjuring and then going a couple of days later to see that the Conjuring looked mm, felt yeah. like it was pure quality. If mm. you know, in comparison to me, anyway. Um, then the other movie I went to see was. Mortal Kombat. I was just, I was dying for that. Were you going to love this no matter how bad it is? Um, oh, I, was, I know that face. Like. I, I, I loved the first, the, the original movie. Yeah. I loved the, 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 I loved that tune. I just, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was dying for that tune to come on, and then the last sort of scene, fight scene, it starts playing like a score, and I was like, oh yeah, it's doing it. <laughs> and then uh, on the end credits, they've done like sort of like an up to date remix before, like the excellent oh, yeah. With all new, yeah, new voices uh, or whatever. Yeah, I, I thought it was the best it could be. I thought it, yeah. was, it was really entertaining. Mm. Um, well, hang on, can I? Can I? Have you seen it? Fact, no, I haven't seen it yet. But so the best it could be. Does that mean it's worth watching though? I think it is. Is it still good? If you if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat from back in the day, yeah, you're gonna love this. I think I think it. I was I was really pleased. I I, yeah. I was entertained. Um, fight scenes are, are, are awesome right from the start. Just the average cage fight at the start. Um, they explore the characters in a good way. They go from place to place. Mm. There's a few characters I wasn't, I wasn't as familiar with. Like that some of the, must have been some of the new ones, but most of the ones like you know Sub Zero's, um, which I Scorpion. was. I thought Sub Zero was the baddie. And Sco- no, Scorpio was the baddie, and Sub Zero was the goodie. It's the other way around. Yeah, it chops and changes, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah. The, the modern games a different story altogether. I believe not that I played them. Um, but yeah, well acted. I thought well acted. Tongue and cheek in parts as well. Like doesn't take itself utterly seriously. Because the original's like that, isn't it? The original yeah. one is is a bit. Have you seen Richard? The, not not the original. The Christopher Lambert. Yeah, that was quite a while ago. That yeah. wasn't it. You're talking ninety five. Yeah, ninety yeah. five. Because I think we started second school when it came out. Because me and Rory went to see it. Yeah, I've never seen Annihilation, but I kind of no. want to. Because yeah. I know it's meant to be one of the worst films ever made. <laughs> I've seen clips of it; it looks hilarious. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. I thought I was really entertained. I, yeah. I, 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 are are I these are these obviously COVID films? I think this was meant to be released. Be. This was done yeah. and it was meant to release Possibly. this time last year, mm. but they've held off with it. I think so. Right. I might be wrong. Yeah, I'm not too sure myself to be honest. But the what... thing again with Unholy, it felt like they didn't have enough footage to fill it as well. I felt so. I felt I was thinking maybe they didn't. They, they had things that they couldn't do because yeah. of COVID or whatever. Mm. But yeah. Mortal so Kombat, I, if if you you like your martial art movies and you you know you you like to get like the game, this is. Take the box. I think it's brilliant. I was, I thought they've done everything right here. Mm. It was, I, I, I loved it. Yeah. One of the criticisms I heard is that um, the main character is a newcomer, but then if mm, if, but if you look into quite. Well, exactly, if you look into it, he's not quite a newcomer. So they were saying like, well, you've got this new person in meeting all these established characters, but he's not really. Um, that was one of the criticisms I heard, but yeah, otherwise it's 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 adds it's ad up and down reviews, isn't it? Um, that, that, the that, one that, who plays K is it K knows it. The one yeah. who plays K knows meant to be brilliant, isn't it? He, 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 he was the funny. Film. He yeah. was really funny. Yeah, um, and Sonia was good. Um, they have like a bit, quite a bit of chemistry together. Because mm. um, he's he's one of the most memorable characters from the the first one. Yeah, I, I felt. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Luke Kang's brilliant. Um, Johnny Cage is not in it. 
But okay. the hint he's going to be in the next one. Yeah. So if if they make the next one, the, 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 they've got him. This is the, I thought is great. I, I've yeah. really really enjoyed it. I'm oh, so that's good. I'm so, glad you said that. Because so if you it. like it, then I'll probably like it to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, and one one last thing I watched ages and ages ago. And I didn't watch all of it, um, but I watched from the makers of American Horror Story, Scream Queens on Disney ah, Plus. You mentioned that a long yeah. time ago. Didn't Have you watched you? them all? I've, no, I couldn't. I've just couldn't have either. I thought it was too much. Yeah, fair enough. It was too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like um, for me, it's like a combination of uh, Clueless, yeah, American Horror Story, okay, and, and Scream and Scream. Yeah, it's like those all mixed up into the one sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so you didn't like just it? just the amount of murders and, and casual. <laughs> yeah, the casually like. The, the, fir- the first episode, they have this like um, this maid. And she's she's like horrifically brutally murdered, and they're just like oh, kind of like oh well, because <laughs> you know? yeah. like it's sort of the premise of the film is oh sorry the series is um it's like it's sorority girls isn't it? It's like yeah, the, um, and then yeah, one by one, if you're watching the series, they get slowly get picked off one by one. But but the thing is though, it is very tongue in cheek. And it is. It reminds me of Scream. Yeah. And Jamie Lee Curtis is in it, mm. obviously from Halloween, and she plays like the principal, uh, or whatever. I don't. Mm. Know, I think she's the principal. Yeah. Uh, I, I I enjoyed the first series. I thought it's not it's not amazing. Don't get me wrong, but like it was like watchable. Well, I just I, I did I wasn't I wasn't I wasn't entertained. I wasn't. I did enjoy it to a point, but I was just a bit like I had problems with that. I mean, because I always talked about how I found American Horror Story like a bit. Bit on the edge about you no. Know, I mean, Quentin Tarantino glamorizing violence. This is like, <laughs> well, that's yeah. It's it's violence for that. Like this is just like yeah. Violence, yeah. I mean, I talk about Killing Eve being being like that. This is like to the extreme. This is yeah. like these glamorous, you know, women, uh, girl, teenage girls, the whatever. Teenage, not they meant to be really. Um, the scene, the scene with them like all buried in the grass, yeah. their heads. <laughs> so it's like the last the last bit of the episode, isn't it? And they're all buried into, yeah. into the ground, and then and someone comes out with the like guy, a lawnmower. The, he's got a mask. Is he? Is that what it is? Like, yeah. looks a bit like, he's like a red, yeah. um, red devil. Isn't That's it? right. Yeah. That's right. And one of the girls is dead. <laughs> dead. And like, just gets her head chopped off. <laughs> she's like, she's like humming something. She's humming like a pink tune or something. She's like, something oh. like yeah. I just thought, God, this is too much. This is like, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I liked it, and it's, it's on Disney Plus now, isn't it? Because I was looking for the second series because I didn't watch all of the second series. The um, the second series takes place in a. So they become now, doctors. It's it's in a hospital. I'm, I'm a bit like it's, yeah, um, it's a bit weird. This is like they've, they've obviously looked looked at Stu's Facebook account because like it's like everything that he's into. You know? <laughs> it's, like, it's like marketed towards him yeah. completely. I'd, I'd, I'd give it a watch at least the first, I like the first series the second series I was sort of losing a bit of interest and didn't watch it in the end but um, I like the first series they go, they go to med school don't they I think that's what it is yeah I think yeah, yeah. yeah. A lo- a lo- most of the girls graduate all <laughs> <laughs> oh, right <laughs> um, and there's like a bit of a conspiracy about who the killer is and I think it's a I think it's a copycat killer in the second I'm not too sure to be honest, I can't remember. but yeah it was worth watching yeah I'll stick with you. You love it, like Sabrina. It had a yeah. feeling of Sabrina as well, but well, this I think more ex- even more yeah, extreme. It's, than it's that. more outrageous, isn't it? Like yeah. Scream Queens, where Sabrina sort of got that. 
don't know. It's, it's held a bit, back a bit. It's a bit it? more. Yeah, it's held back. Subdued. Yeah, yeah. subdued. A bit more serious though. It's funny in parts. This is just all out <laughs> madness. Mm. You know, blood and gore all over the place. Yeah. That, I mean, saying that, like, I wish. I wish that some of this that, like, this is exactly what I'm saying about Dunholy if Dunholy had the same sort of flair as what Scream Queens has and the sort of audacity to do stuff mm. it would have been great it could have been like something that everyone would be talking about <laughs> yeah. but it just it was just bland yeah well Variety gave it 7 out of 10 Variety did Variety yeah oh, what? I don't know what I'm talking about then <laughs> no that's the, that's the only one like the rest of them like 4s and 5s oh. so you no, you probably I, I love it when, when you get those reviews from these magazines or publications that you've never heard of, oh, yeah. and, and they're like the main headline <laughs> yeah. quote is that like a must see. Or something like that. So something really is like, who, who the hell are you? Yeah, screen junkies or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Chat and oh, no. no, no, they're good ones. They're good there. Um, anyone else? No, I'll leave it there. I've watched loads of other stuff, but I'll leave it there. Brilliant. Good, good. Right. Well, uh, again, I, I've watched loads, and yeah, You're only allowed one. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll just talk about one and then one more. Um, <laughs> so, very quickly, I'll talk about we've got in the pipeline or one on next film to see before we die. I need to bring that in for you, Al, by the way. Um, it's The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. So, I watched A Fistful of Dollars, A Few Dollars More, and The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, which is the is spaghetti. The yeah, the yeah. spaghetti western trilogy by Sergio Leone. Is that, that right? Um, good, Bad, Ugly is, tends to be the one with the highest rating. I enjoyed all three but for me I won't say too much about it but fist, a few dollars more I think is, is the best out of the three of them I thought it was just the the structure of it the, I mean you, you've these films are they're, they're very have you seen them yourselves? no no you've seen Richard? I, I think a long, long time, time ago, ago yeah, so when you're yeah. watching them basically they, 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 I haven't looked in this, into this yet because I'm going to look into it for that episode but they're basically filmed in Italy by Sergio Leone who was the who's Italian so Clint Eastwood is obviously American, and there's a few American actors in there, and they speak English, but then they they've dubbed their own voices. The other actors are non-English speaking actors, and you can tell they're not English speaking actors because they're dubbed. So you've got Clint Eastwood saying this line in English, and you've got you know the main actors speaking whatever Italian, Spanish, whatever it is, but then it's dubbed in English. And if you can get past all of that, mm. the films are brilliant. They are absolutely outstanding. They look beautiful. The music is absolutely outstanding, which is, is it, what's his name? Ennio Morricone. Enrico Morricone. That's the one. Um, the music is stunning, absolutely stunning. Ennio Morricone. Ennio, I was saying, yeah. Um, oh, he's, um, loads of his has been sampled, doesn't it? In yes. Like, um, yeah. Nars Barkley. Did, did, did he, yeah? I think, or might have been, it's similar. But I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Um, dun, 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 like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I say the music is absolutely outstanding. It, it looks it, it looks stunning. It's beautiful. The art, the three of them, beautifully shot. Um, the atmosphere of them is amazing. I can see why the good, the bad, the ugly scene is the best one. Um, it's set during the Civil War. And I was watching it and thinking, like, so this is made in like the 70s, late 70s, is it? Something like that. Early 60s, maybe. Or early 70s, something, something like that. Um, and I was watching it and thinking, they're all real people on this battlefield. Like you know, it's it's it looks like a proper battlefield, and you know, you know, it's got all your, 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 your people getting stretched off, and people getting shot, and people falling off things, and all that. But like during this civil war, and it just looks amazing, and I can see why the good battle seems the best. But for me, I really, mm. really enjoyed a few dollars more. Um, you don't need to have watched the first one, see the third one either, because though Clint Eastwood's character is implied to be the same one, I don't know if it is. 
Was he just called the stranger or something? Yeah, like uh, the yeah, what's he called? Yeah, the or the American or something like that. He's called something like that. He, we don't know his name, yeah. do we? But I'm sure in the second one he, he had a name. I'm sure he's given a name in the second one. But then um The Drifter. Something like that. But yeah, so Clint Eastwood character and the other character I can't remember the actor's name, um, but he, he plays the bad in the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. In a few dollars more he's in it. And they sort of team up in it. But then in, in the good, the bad, the ugly, I think it's implied they don't know each other. So I think they're different characters, but I don't know. Um, but yeah, great films. Definitely, definitely need to see them. And obviously we're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly in a, in a future episode. But yeah, f- a, f- a few dollars more. <sighs> it's just brilliant. Fistful of dollars, you can see the find and the feet. And it's a bit it's a bit low rent, a bit low key. But yeah, a few dollars more. I thought it was brilliant. And then good, the bad, the ugly is just like an epic. So I can see why it's, a, it's seen as the best So one. is that the middle one? The good, the bad, the good, the bad is the third one. Oh yeah, so to a few a fistful of dollars, a few dollars more, the good, the bad, the ugly. Um, but yeah, as I say, the, they are outstanding films. They, they, they look amazing, and if you can get past the sort of limp, lip, limp sync, what do you call it? Lip syncing. Lip sort of <laughs> dubbed limp syncing. Uh, if you can get past that, there's some fantastic films. Yeah, um, like there's a scene in the middle one, the, a few dollars more, where they're chasing this this bandit, and he's just escaped from prison. And so the bandit goes back to his old haunt or whatever, and he, he gets one of his old gang who grasped him up. And his wife and his kids there, and the, the kid's like two or three. And he says, um, so I was in prison for three years, and you've now got a three-year-old. So you've took three years of my life, I'm going to take three years of yours. And he t- they take the wife and kid outside, and the guy's there. And you don't see it, obviously, but you know, he obviously shot the, kid, the wife and the kid. And then he's like... So then he says to him, right, so you now you've got the incentive to shoot me. So this bandit says to this this guy, you know, like so you know, draw and there's you no know, shoot him shoot him first. But it's just like you know, that's that's a spaghetti westerns get a lot of stick for being like sort of, you know not campy, they, but you know, sort of stereo stereo stereotypical. But that's quite hard hitting. And yeah. that's a moment where you go, Wow, that that's bad. You know, it's not gruesome, you don't see it, but what was the difference horrible. between a, a spaghetti western and a western? Well, the westerns were shot in Italy, weren't they? Yeah, they were shot cheap. It was cheaper to shoot them in, 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 so, so in the, Italy. So story-wise, it's it, it, that's oh, all it is. It's set in America. It's set in you know yeah. Mexico and all that. It's, right. it's you know the, the border. It's it's all the same. They're all American, meant to be American people. Um, but obviously, yes, yeah, filmed in Italy because it and it looks absolutely stunning. Um, well, you know the guy in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the, uh, the one Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio plays. That's what he does. He goes to Italy, and that's how his career takes off. He's in loads yes. of spaghetti westerns, which I think um, Clint Eastwood was very similar, wasn't he? I think he was in something like was a stagecoach. He was in. It was like a TV show in the fifties, and then he went and done his spaghetti westerns, and that's where he became a big star. But yeah, brilliant, brilliant film, spaghetti westerns, um, the trilogy. Um, yeah, watch the Borat subsequent movie film. <laughs> so Borat two. Have you you seen it? Have you not seen it? Have you seen it yet? Yes. Yeah. So what, God, it's so I, do you know what I I? How do they get away with it? Yeah, I was like that. How can you say things like that these days? That is un- unbelievable. Oh, I didn't God. find it as funny as the first. I thought. No, the, the, no. I think the first is unbelievable. I think we talked about it on me. The first film was fantastic. Did you think that the second was too staged? I thought there was too much script and too much. Right, we'll put him in this scenario and this will happen. Mm. Whereas yeah, in the original, bit. it was it was just. Almost at lip yeah, all that. Yeah, mostly. Um, and the bit with Mayor G- Giuliani oh, is unbelievable. So you've seen that bit on? No. So, so the 
the, the premise of the story, inverted commas, is um, Borat's been in prison since the last film because he made a show in Kazakhstan, <laughs> basically. Is it Kazakhstan? Yes, Kazakhstan. Um, made it a laughing stock of the world. So then they, they bring him out to, out to say, well, go over to America, present this prize to Donald Trump, is it? Is it Donald Trump you're going to present to? Because he, because he, yeah, it's something like that. Present this this thing to Donald Trump, um, and you all be forgiven. And then, in, but in the in the time that he's been in prison, he's he's, he's got a daughter, and you know, so oh, it's a monkey. That's the prize, isn't it? The monkey. It's the it's the prize monkey of of the of the, the country. So the daughter smuggles into this box and, and eats the monkey <laughs> to survive. <laughs> so now he's got this daughter, and he's in America with this daughter, and then obviously all the little like like the first one. All these little sort of um, interactions happen around the country, um, but so he then because he can't present the monkey as a prize, he's going to present his daughter to Donald Trump, which he can't because he can't get into Donald Trump. So he goes to present it to the mayor. Is is it Giuliani? Mayor Giuliani of of New York City. No, no, is she's, it him? she's interviewing him. She, oh, she sorry, no, but breaks that, off. But that's what it is. He's, he's gonna remember what he's gonna mean. he's gonna present it, it present her, but then she ends up being long story short, ends up being a journalist and, and yeah. interviewing him, and then he yeah, they, he's he's like that, you know, yeah, yeah, get get, but I'd be a prostitute with her basically, and secret cameras are in the room and he's in the hotel room and he, he does sit on the bed with her and he has got an arm on her back like stroking yeah. her back and it's like oh how far is he gonna go here and he sort of lies down doesn't he and sort and of unsucks his shirt or something like that and then it's like Bora comes in and, and sort of stops it but like oh it's all of that if you if you it, read it, up on it it's yeah. like that was as it was and it wasn't and he's like, come up with some sort of press release well yeah I was very tired and I was lying down on the bed and I, I undid my belt and I was very tired yeah if you look at it, it, it that, that is a plausible excuse because <laughs> he doesn't go, go for it he shouldn't but have it, gone in the bedroom it could have gone further than that <laughs> do you know what I mean and they could have got it really on one thing I will mention is the girl who plays his um, daughter um, she's brilliant and she got yeah. nominated for an Oscar and I'm not surprised because <laughs> she is, yeah. yeah, she because she is she is really good in it. I can't remember her name. She's oh. like him, but yeah, I love it when they they go to the cosmetic place. Maria Maria Bakalova, Bakalova. He picks up a lipstick and he goes, "What what is this?" <laughs> and he, and he, no no no. And the bloke, the salesman, <laughs> is just so. It's like just just get them out. Just get, and and they keep keep sampling all these lipsticks and yeah. stuff like that. And then she covers her whole face. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. But there's a bit where they go and meet this, I don't know who she is, but she must be like a sort of women's rights leader or someone. And she's talking, talking about living in a, like, in the, in, the, in the story, in Kazakhstan, women live in a cage until they're married. So, so she lives in a cage until she's married. And she's telling this American civil rights leader, or whatever she is, about this, and she's sort of telling her things like that. But the way that the daughter reacts, to when she says things, it's brilliant. It's really naturalistic. She's really, really good. She's as good as him. Yeah. In the first one, if you think like how good he was, like he was, yeah. he was really like he plays off people's reactions. She's like that in this, and I, I was really impressed. And I was thinking, yeah, she's really good. And I looked her up, and I was like, oh, she got an Oscar nomination, yeah. Um, did, did you read about the last scene? Oh no, go on. Because um, I remember when I watched it a couple of months ago, I read, I had a quick note on IMDb, and on the last scene, he says something to her, in 
Kazakhs, whatever the accent, whatever the language he's using, I don't think it is Kazakhstan, mm. but he says something to her and he comes out of character, so he's Sasha Baron Cohen. If you watch it, you'll actually see, and, and basically he says something to her like, you are brilliant, in, in you, you know, when in, in your translation. Yeah. But when you watch it, it's in his normal voice. He's not in character when he says it, and it's a gen. He says it was a genuine thing. He just says you were absolutely brilliant, type. Of. Yeah. I thought that was really oh, nice. Awesome. Reading I like that. that. I didn't know. I have to go and watch that bit back again just to make mm. sure I catch it. The yeah. very end. Yeah. So uh, I, I, can I recommend this film? <laughs> You've got to watch it. <sighs> You've got to watch it. Yeah. If you like the first one, watch it. If you don't like the first one, you won't like it. No. Because I said to Lorna, we both watched it. And I said to Lorna, yeah, it's not as good as the first one because I thought the first one was brilliant. It was like a breath of fresh air, and she was like. The first one was brilliant, the first one was awful. So she didn't like it, she didn't really like this one. So, I don't know, it's one of them. Um, I can't understand some of the characters that they, they, um, you know when he goes, the, the fella gets his hair cut, and Borat cuts a bit of hair off and then shows it to him, and the bloke goes, oh, yeah? yes, yes, very good. That's right. And then he does it again, and he yes. shows it to him, and he goes, yes, very good. But the bloke just keeps saying, yes, very good. Yes, thank fine. you, yes. <laughs> and, and he just it's like I'd say can you yeah just get on with it stop showing just it do to it. me yeah <laughs> yeah you do you do think how, how these people react I, I like the one where he goes into the he sends a fax back to Kazakhstan and it, he has to go to in a shop to do it so there's a fella in the shop doing it he's sending it but then he's saying <laughs> can you read the reply out to me and he's reading it out to him but like the way he reacts to it's really good it's, it is it's clever they're the bits that are good like the impromptu bits yeah the scripted bit, yeah, not so yeah. much. The, the bit where he, doesn't he go to a computer shop and he gets a laptop and he goes into the toilet and he starts oh, watching porn yeah. and the guy can see it. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's on like screen share or something. Yeah. And he's watching porn at the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So it is it is worth a watch, but I don't know, I don't recommend it. Um, no, I would. Yeah. Uh, other thing watched, I know you've watched this bit, it's, it's, now I always get the name wrong, is it Time on BBC? Time, yes. Yeah. So, yes. so you've seen right. sound. Everyone's talking about Everyone's this. talking about that. So Time... Stephen Graham and Sean Bean. Sean Bean, yeah. So it's, and it's um, Jimmy McGovern. Yeah, Jimmy McGovern written it. And so a lot of, lot of, good from our point of view, there's a lot of Scouse actors, a lot of Scouse links and things. Um, I think it's filmed in Ron Corn a bit of it as well. Um, I've only watched the first two episodes, so Stephen Graham is basically a... Um, prison guard, prison guard, yeah. prison guard. Oh, I think I forgot to call them. Prison guard um, in a prison, obviously. And uh, <laughs> Sean Bean is going into prison, and he's, he's been a teacher, isn't he? He's an ex, yeah, he's an ex teacher, teacher now, and he's he's been. He's, you find out during the course of it that basically he's he's in for um, killing someone, being drunk and drink driving. Yeah. Um, so he's in for four years, and he's sort of out of his depth, and it it. it but it, what it, it does, it goes through each step of him where he goes first into the prison and then he, he gets like searched and all that. And it does it like, you know, sort of, it's methodical and now it does it like step by step by step by step. And then there's, there's a bit of, you know, other sort of story that sort of interflows now. So in episode two, I won't go into, into any, any about it, but he's been there for a couple of months now and he's, there's, there's a lad who's, who's sort of bullying him and he's got to, he's got to try and deal with that basically. Um, and it's it is really good. It's a it's a hard watch. It's well worth watching, especially if you, if you're a scouser. You, you it's worth watching because that you don't expect that from like Jimmy McGovern. All yeah. of it's a hard watch. Yeah. I mean, what, 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 did he do Cracker? Was it Cracker one of his dead early ones back in the nineties? Not sure. 
can't remember this, I've looked did, oh. I think he did that, no, the film that was filmed at our school, Heart. He did that to Jimmy McGovern. Oh, I don't know that one. I haven't seen that one. It's got um, the fellow who played Doctor Who. Chris Berthelsen. Chris Berthelsen, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it, it is brilliant. Um, uh, Sean Bean is unrecognisable. Well, not unrecognisable, but he's, he's brilliant, isn't he? Yeah, he's, yeah. You he's, can see he's not he's, Sean Bean. He's not Sean Bean, like, you know, he's... he's it's just his, de- his demeanour. Yeah. It's, it's like his shoulders are drooped, and he's always looking yeah. down. I think he's brilliant in it. I mean, Stephen Graham is playing Stephen Graham. He, he, yeah. He, he's, he, but he's good at what he does. Um, yeah, he did do Cracker and oh, he did do Heart. Yeah. Yeah. They're always they're really dark and grim, aren't they? Yeah. Well, I, I, I wanted to go back and watch Cracker and a couple of those things because back then they they couldn't put rubbish on the telly because there was only four, three channels at some yeah. point. So, but yeah. I, I'm enjoying. Well, I'm not enjoying time, but it's. I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. yeah. It's. I, I can't wait. To, have you seen them all now? Have you? No, just the first one. The first one. So I can't wait to see the last episode. Obviously, what happens. I've heard people say it's a good ending, so I'll let you know what happens next week when I've seen it. But not yeah. not a Sunday night. Not a way to to go to bed when you've got <laughs> to go. It's oh, it's tough. But all three of them. All, all three of them on the iPlayer as well. So yes. I know yeah. they're showing them like every Sunday night, but the, yeah, they're all iPlayer so. Binge watching. I think though, with a, I, I don't know much. I've seen the first one, and I think they could have drawn it out more than three episodes. I think they really could have gone into because something something happens in the first episode with Stephen Graham's character, doesn't it? Where uh, where, where people start thinking, oh, is this the line of duty side? Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Got it. I don't without, without wrecking it for anyone who's not seen it yet. And I thought, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be a long se- series. This and it's three, three episodes. I, mm. I think they could have done more with it, unless they're gonna do. No, they wouldn't. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, 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 would, I don't know. Not knowing, know much of McGovern's life with, with mm. the series and stuff. I don't think he would continue it. Right. Do you remember the street? And so like short no stories. No, yeah, never, never watched it. That's was the last that thing I watched of him. Yeah. Mm. I just, I, I knew everyone. I knew everyone was talking about time. Um, it's just that I felt like I, the state of mind I was in. I just didn't want something that was so yeah, grim. I yeah, we we had to watch something happy after it. Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand. Yeah, totally. Because it is, it is. As you say, it's grim. Um, and it's quite um, true. I don't want to say true to life, but it, it you know it's got a lot of. Got it seems very authentic. Yeah. It does. Yeah, it seems authentic. Like um, there's there's one bit where there's a, a prisoner who's. He's drugged up on spice or whatever, and all his mates, or I say his mates, other prisoners are filming him on a phone. And you know, we've we've all seen them videos mm. where it's you know filmed in a prison. So it, you know, it goes on. All these things go on. Um, there's no way of stopping them. It's just this is what this, it's what happens, and it shows that it doesn't it doesn't shy away from that. Um, it doesn't glamorise being in prison. No. Which is which I think is a good thing. I'm surprised um, they have kettles in their room. You know what I mean? Don't yes. Yeah, if you've seen it, you have know kettles in your room. I mean, yeah, I'd never thought about that, but people that are very inventive, aren't they? <laughs> this at the end. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 fascinating, and it's it. it I mean, I, I don't know why I use I, when you imagine prison, you imagine it like they are locked up and they they don't get any time to do anything. But in actual fact, watching this, and then watching some other prison like sort of documentaries and things, they do have a lot of time, sort of away from prying eyes, if that makes sense. You know, they can go in and out of each other's cells and they can, you know, congregate on the on the yeah. landings and whatever that sort of thing. 
Um, so it, that, that's quite eye-opening. They're not just locked in a room for 24 hours. Though I know, like, for example, Walton was getting complaints about that, where that do it in for 23 hours and getting out for an hour what would you uh, at some point. I'd rather, for be, myself, I'd rather be locked up than, than let people wander around as it's shown in time. Mm, I don't know I, yet. I, it's, I don't, I, you probably, well, you don't, you probably wouldn't feel safe, that. would you? Nah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, no, disre- no disrespect to the two Scouse characters in it, probably the two main nasty ones, they don't half look horrible. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're just... I remember they were interviewed on something before it came out, and I just said to Claire, oh my God, look, the, the, these two look right ones, don't they? You know, they, they really do look, you just don't want to mess with them. Yeah. They're horrible. And it's a, it's a who's who of like Scouse actors as well. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a few people out, out of Brooks and things like that. Sue Johnston's in it. As, as much yes, as I, I respect yeah. Jim McGovern, and I think he's a, a really good filmmaker, I just feel like Liverpool's not really had as much as like it, it, it's positive side shown. No, there was, was a long time where everything that was shown about Liverpool was this negative crim- crime ridden yeah and it has got that there's no doubt about it but yeah. there's, a, there's another side to it that I think should be explored a bit more and um, yeah mm. but then like you say he, he writes he writes things that are real and as you say it's it's a real thing isn't it and it's certainly Liverpool you know it's been someone in, in, in work the other day and, and they were saying that you know she she's not from Liverpool but she was saying that Everyone seems to know someone who's, who's a bit dodgy. <laughs> Everyone seems to know someone who's who's a grafter or whatever. So that's the way Liverpool is. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, so I've got two other things I want to mention. Um, so we've watched, and I said this to you the other day, Alan, tonight, um, Solar Opposites. We've now watched the two series, and, and Gutted Harry's on the show because I wanted to talk to him about it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's really, really good. If you like Rick and Morty, it's it's up there. It's 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 exactly like sort of that Rick and Morty. It's just weird. It's out there. It's gruesome. It's you know not offensive, but it's you know a funny like that sort of Family Guy vein. Um, yeah, really good. And uh, I, I know what Harry's on about with the, the wall. So if you've seen Solar Opposite, you'll know that there's a parallel storyline to the aliens, if you like, in the wall. And um, yeah, it's really good. It's good. Where to watch? There's only two series on Disney Plus. I don't know if there's a third one coming up but we've watched them all now this is good yeah, I used to love Ren and Stimpy oh did you see I was never Johnny a fan Bravo. I was never a fan of Ren and Stimpy yeah but I, I could probably I probably enjoy it now Johnny Bravo's another one of them Johnny yeah. Bravo yeah <laughs> <laughs> good but yeah, yeah so Solar Opposites it's on Disney Plus if you, if you fancy watching it um, and the, the last thing I've watched uh, again because it hides on here because he would have seen it is uh, Loki which again is on Disney Plus you'd say that the new Loki uh, came out on Wednesday oh so series, series. TV series. But it's Takes got Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hilston. So um, oh, Owen Wilson's in it. Um, can't think of what's in it. That's the one I think of the top of my head. Um, and it takes place. It shows the events that take place after Endgame. So Avengers Endgame. So it, for those who haven't seen or have seen Endgame, you'll know. Um, there's a moment where there's a bit of time travel going on. Oh, Richard Jordan. Sorry. Did you? Game, did you? Um, there's a bit of time travel in it where and um, where they go back in time to get the, the, the Infinity Stones and the original Loki in it gets one of the Infinity Stones and escapes when he shouldn't have escaped yeah. um, and this is the story of what happened to that Loki and um, so basically he landed on where did he go oh he goes onto the desert the, the what's the big desert not Sahara what's the other one Gobi the Gobi Desert um, and then these people sort of teleport in 
and arrest them. And it turns out that they are like sort of time police, the, 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 the time police, and they take him to another dimension where time doesn't exist and that they're going to ex- execute him because he shouldn't exist because he's outside the time stream. Um, but then they don't execute him, and that's where the series is going. I, I can see in my head, I can see Loki skulking away with something, but I can also remember when he, he pretended to be his dad. Yeah, so. Which one would. So the Thor Dark World, that's when he pretends to be his dad. Right. So that's, so that's, that's well gone. That's our Loki. And then, yes. spoilers if you haven't seen Avengers, but he gets killed in Avengers Endgame. That rings born, a bell. Wasn't he trying to help somebody? Or yeah, or yeah, he gets killed, like actually gets killed. So he's, he, you've seen him die twice, but he get, actually gets killed this time. So then when the Avengers go back in time, that's Loki, when, Loki's a prisoner from 2012, yeah. and he escapes, he gets the Infinity, Infinity Stone, and he escapes through a portal. And yes. Then, yeah. And then he's never mentioned again in the films. So this is that Loki, what's happened to him. I wonder if they had so, Loki planned back then. I think series. I, I heard there was right, a Loki well, series coming we'll up, so we'll maybe that. I think so. Mm. Um, so if you'd imagine, I know this is it's a bit of a weird one, but the Loki who died, he sort of became good. Yeah, he became yes. friends with Thor. He was a good man, and he he, he was on the side of good. The Loki that escaped is He's the one that was trying to conquer the universe. Mm-hmm. So it's good to see that Loki, you know, that sort of badass Loki, if you want to call him that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's good. If you like Avengers and you like Loki, Loki's a brilliant character anyway in the films. So it's it's good. I'm looking forward to the rest of the episodes. And it ends on a bit of a cliffhanger, which is good. Lorna said she's seen the cliffhanger coming. I was like, really? I didn't see mm. that coming. But there you go. Um, so would you, is that something you'd be into, Alan, or you're not into the Avengers no, and things? No, because I'm just completely lost. With, with I just haven't kept up with them at all. Yeah. So I feel like I'd have to go right back to Iron Man and just sit, sit all the way through them. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I've got the motivation. Yeah, yeah but, well, you could always listen to our Marvel Mondays. <laughs> and eventually, when we do get onto it, James, when we do get back onto it, because we know he listens. He does listen. I've seen the odd one, so I've seen yeah. like Iron Man. I don't think I've seen Iron Man two. Uh, I, I've seen Spider Man Homecoming, and uh, yeah, I've seen the odd one, but yeah. I'm not being like. Mm. So I mean, I, I always say it with the Avengers, watch them like a TV series. So if you watch them in order. Even though they might be unrelated episodes, it all it's all connected as the as the, the line was. And uh, watching Avengers Endgame, I know you were disappointed, mm. Richard, but I was really satisfied. And it was like the culmination of a ten-year series you've been watching, um, and then it's extended. Like One Division's brilliant. Falcon with Soldier was good, not brilliant. It was a good series to watch. Um, and this looks like this looks more like one division. It's going. It's it's weird. You know, it's manipulating time. Like there's a moment where he's captured and he, he sort of jumps at the, the guard and she presses the button and it flips him back. You know, sort of rewinds him and he tries it again. He flip. He's flipped back. So it's it's it's, it's you know that sort of you know comedic sort of thing. Um, Loki's a brilliant character. He, he's he's one of the best characters to come out of. No, the Marvel Universe, and I'm made up. He's got a series. You must be feel like completely spoiled. Yeah, cause like, <laughs> absolutely. Because growing growing up in the nineties, there wasn't yeah. that much Marvel stuff. No, was a few games, a few odd comics. Yeah, no the TV cartoon sh- series. No TV good. shows. Yeah, cartoon yeah. Sh- shows, but yeah. there's no no movies. Uh, if no. there was a movie, it was a terrible made-for-TV movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, th- th- was it until Spider Man? I was gonna say when Spider Sam R- Sam R- Rami Rami Spider Man came out, then that's when it sort of like sort of started to kick off on it. But yeah, um, so it's exciting time to be a Marvel 
fan. And if you like, if you're into it like I am, there's loads and loads, you know, coming up. You know, there's other TV series coming up. You know, She Hulk's coming up. Black um, Widow, Black Widow films. The coming quality out. seems to be more consistent. Yeah. it doesn't seem to have like the um, wheeling and dealing of Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers seem to yeah. like just. You know, they want mess, they want mess stuff up. They've got yeah. like agendas and yeah. Well, Kevin Feige, I think his name is. He's the guy who's sort of the the, the the brain behind the Marvel universe, and he's the one who's saying right. So this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. So he's like that. That's what DC haven't got. Zack Snyder was gonna be that look like, and then yeah, they pissed that up, didn't he? Mm. Um, so because they've got someone who's got a vision, it seems to make make sense. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> any more for any more? No. Alright, you finished today? Yeah. Good stuff. So thanks for listening everybody. If you want to get in contact on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And if you do, we, we will mention it on the show. We will talk about what you want us to talk about. Um don't email me or us, because I haven't looked at it for months. Because <laughs> no one you, emails you anyway. look at it and there'll but be like hundreds of emails. Alright, shall I have, all and, have and it'll be me. like why why aren't Chatflix <laughs> getting back to us? Yeah, fuming. Um so it's chatflixhotmail.com, but don't bother, because no one else does. Um, um, what's our next episode, Richard Dillon? The next episode is going to be, I think it's The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Is it so film to see before we die? Yeah, number eight. Yeah, nine. Nine? Nine it is, yeah. So good stuff? No, All right. I was just saying no in German. Oh, oh, I see, got it, got it. So thanks for listening, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.